<laughs> I knew you couldn't get enough of our sexy content. Let's have a quickie. Hello all and welcome to another Salty Sex Cast Quickie. Um, I am going to talk about desire discrepancy. Um, but before I jump into today's topic, I just want to thank everyone for listening and um, for tuning into the podcast, for being supporters of our message. And um, really, it means the world to us if it's shared with those who are looking for answers in um, a sexual area of their life. So with today's topic, um, this one comes at a personal topic. So I'll try not to get too much into the weeds of my personal experience. But I also know I'm not the only one who has been there and has experienced a desired discrepancy between one partner or another. And really what it means is when there's a desired discrepancy, it just means one partner may want sex or be intimate far more than the other, or um, it can be a quick change in the relationship where you were intimate quite a bit, and then all of a sudden it's changed. So it's this discrepancy on... Um, the want and how often it's happening as well. Really, we're going to, I'm going to center my message around the desire discrepancy between two partners. And um, this can be long-term partners. This can be, you know, maybe a fairly decent, decently new relationship as well. But I, I have a feeling that most folks who've been in a long-term relationship can um, really relate to, to having sometime in their relationship, there being a desired discrepancy. It's actually the number one reason most couples will seek out, um, a sex therapist, um, for this, because if my partner wants it so much more than I do, then there's something wrong with me. There's so many things that could be going on without worry. Um, it could be a stressor in the relationship that's now creating, um, where one partner needs more intimacy and more sex um, to feel secure in where the relationship is. And then another one is like, I just need to recenter on my own self and my own needs. And um, uh, being with you is complicating my needs. And so I'm I'm separating a little bit from our normal uh, routine or how often we have it. There are going to be so many things that create um, a desired discrepancy that maybe wasn't there before. Um, I mean, it can be anywhere from hormone shifts to stressors in life or even in the relationship. Um, you know, a change in life as well. Um, medication is probably another huge one that you don't think a lot of medication can really affect that sex drive, but it can. And then even if our bodies are changing too, maybe, you know, weight gain, weight loss, um, a surgery, uh, mental, emotional trauma could even create this change. And so what do we do about it when maybe one of our partners really wants it and, and trying to deny them, or it's, it's creating a contentious topic in our relationship, um, 
So there's so many things that you can do. Um, one is just abstaining from the activity, hitting a reset button on our expectations of how often we're having sex and, um, and ask why is this discrepancy coming up, but maybe we need to dig deeper into actually an underlying issue and us just only talking about sex isn't happening as often as we want to, or it's too much. Um, you know, it could be a great time to just hit reset and find out what's going on behind that. Some folks just do nothing and they want it to just pass. And maybe it's just a temporary thing where it could be maybe a temporary stressor in life. And we know that, um, you know, work is going to be, uh, picking back up or, or something like that, um, in just a couple of weeks or something. And so, you know, just waiting it out could be a way that you get through a desire discrepancy. Um, but a big one, I think, is what happens when somebody's asking for it and getting denied. And so having a communication opportunity to talk about what happens when you are denied or what happens when you're continually asked and aren't on the same level as your partner. Um, for myself, sometimes that's being, and now I feel guilty for saying no. So let's just go do it. Or I'm just not in the mood. Um, or vice versa. It's happened before where, um, I've had the higher drive and my partner hasn't. And, um, it does, it's a, it's a bit of an ego blow when someone says no, and you start thinking about what's wrong with me and why don't you want to be intimate and connect with me? And there's so many more things that are going on. And so really just having that opportunity to ask those questions in a non-judgmental way. Um, some of them could be cutting out distractions too. And maybe that des desire discrepancy is due to too many things going on and not being aware of what your partner needs and, um, and what their needs are. And so cell phones or kids, um, even, even when you get on that, that Netflix series, that's just drawing you in, you know, trying to hit pause and realizing, you know, that it can be affecting your relationship in a way. Um, a big part again is communication. How healthy is your communication right now? Because if your communication isn't healthy, this desired discrepancy can blow up into something quite a bit larger and can be a catalyst for other arguments and not feeling, um, valued in your partnership, you know, oh, I'm just being used for sex or, oh, my partner doesn't want sex with me where, you know, something's wrong. So, so many different interpretations are going on with each party. Um, but there's also like a compromise talking about uh, having that healthy communication around compromise and saying, Hey, I'm not really in the mood, but I really want to be intimate with you. So I would love to spend time with you tonight, but if it comes up again tomorrow, I would really appreciate that break. That's a communication compromise. Um, it can be very, feel very vulnerable to put you out there and your needs out there, but it also means a lot to somebody being able to recognize that their needs are there. Ah, this one comes up so often when we hear about a desired discrepancy and maybe it can just be scheduling sex, um, where, 
both parties can hang their hat on this expectation. Um, and knowing that, Hey, this day and time we have scheduled for us and it's valuable to both of us that we're willing to put it on the calendar. That can mean a lot to both parties, um, either the higher desire or the lower desire, just knowing that, okay, I don't have to deny them that many times, or I don't have to ask that many times and be denied. It is, I at least know that this is happening. Um, another great way to kind of get around, I don't want to say get around desire discrepancy, but navigate through desire discrepancy is engaging in other activities with your partner. Maybe the one, the partner who's wanting more intimacy and more sex is really just wanting to feel more secure in the relationship and scheduling time and dedicating time to other activities outside of the bedroom, quote unquote, um, really can support that um, confidence level and where the um, relationship is at. Um, but there's, you know, going back to not, that's like not even sex related, but if we're going back to sex related, um, there is a, a belief that if, um, someone masturbates without their partner, that it's, they don't want to be intimate with their partner or can feel sneaky, having that conversation around, Hey, if you have that actual desire, that pent up energy, sexual energy, I want you to know that I see that and hear that I um, may not be able to fulfill that, but I would support you in fulfilling that for yourself. A conversation may be awkward, especially if it's a brand new conversation you've never had with your partner, but it's a way to just, Hey, masturbate going to hit that need. Maybe not exactly to the level as with a partner. Um, maybe, uh, the person who has the lower discrepancy, um, uh, or a lower desire, um, can masturbate to get into the mood, to really start feeling themselves, to pump up that sexual energy that then they want to spill over into their sexual energy with their partner. Um, even reading erotica or romance novels or watching porn can also help that with both partners, right? Kind of curb that need for the higher need partner and then like kind of introduce more excitement for the lower need partner. It could be just something lack of imagination or I'm not quite feeling myself sexy anymore. So that's why I don't want it. And those things can help with some of those underlying issues that are creating that discrepancy. Um, trying to figure out maybe new things to excite, um, that energy as well. And that's how that can create some of that creative energy around it. Um, maybe spending some time and energy exploring other things like, um, new toys or new experiences or, um, new times a day can even kind of help that. And it's not that same routine and that can increase desire or just a newness, um, for that physical closeness is another great way. I mean, and even if it's a, it's an, is it an intimacy desire or is it a sexual desire? 
maybe at intimacy can be fulfilled with just being close with that person. And, um, our energy, our close energy doesn't always have to be spent on having sex. Um, you know, we've heard scheduling sex or just having that maintenance sex sometimes can just help get over the hump. I, myself, sometimes I'm just not in the mood. I have a stressor of the long day. And the last thing I'm like, oh, I got to expel energy. And I really want my partner to know I care for them. And so I don't want to deny them or take away that opportunity. Um, And so I'm just like, hey, if I just start this and then I let that actually, that always just ends up spiraling me into really enjoying our, our sexual activity together. But sometimes it's me just like having that maintenance piece of just like, okay, take my clothes off and be naked next to my partner. Um, so that's a couple different ways to just navigate something that can create a lot of contention and a lot of worry, um, not feeling secure in a relationship when one partner really wants it so much more than the other and maybe consistently or for a long period of time, I would highly recommend um, connecting with a sex therapist, either together or, or alone and finding ways that you can uncover and help pinpoint what may be the underlying issue. Um, Cause it can be so many things, but you can always start exploring on your own and then involving a specialist when maybe run out of answers. So hopefully this episode just affirms a lot of experiences that most people have and knowing that there's some things that you can try on your own and also when to know when to phone a friend or a therapist or whoever and kind of get some outside opinions as well. Um, so thank you so much for listening to our little quickie. Again, really, really quick, saturated content to just... Um, keep you in the know and keep you in touch with your sexual side and those needs. And I just want to thank everyone for being a fan of the podcast and tuning in. And I look forward to another um, interview episode next week. Have a great week. (laughs) Thanks for the quickie. See you next week.